Hey, and welcome to the Christina Talks podcast. So today has been a day of days. I have been on and offline presenting live as part of the UK recruiter um, tech event where um, essentially they bring a load of tech vendors for the recruitment industry together. And there's, there's just like a mass of sessions that happen all day long that everyone gets engaged in. It's a brilliant event. Um, and, you know, it kicks off with like two minute speed pitches where, you know, everyone's talking about what they do. And I managed to squeeze a little dance in at the end of mine and rocked up in sunglasses to make sure I was memorable. Um, but then I also delivered two sessions. And one of those sessions I want to share with you now on the podcast, because whether you're in recruitment or out of it, it doesn't matter. OK, the title of the session was Social Media Doesn't Work unless you're doing these five things. Now, if you want to see the actual recording and the video and see the pictures I draw on the flip chart and all that kind of thing that goes along with it, then I'll make sure the link for that session is in the show, in podcast show notes. Um, but I'm just going to take you through those slides now anyway. So let's dive in. Okay. The reality is, like so many people come to me and go, oh, yeah, well, Christina, social media just doesn't really work, does it? And do you know what the reality is? It does, okay? If social media didn't work when it comes to bringing business in, no one would be using it, would they? You know, and, you know, if it's working for someone else, why shouldn't it work for you? The reality is that it doesn't matter what sector you're in. It doesn't matter whether you're selling a product or you're selling a service. The way to make social media work is very much based on using a framework and personalizing, you know, kind of like that's the bones and putting the meat on to make sure it works for, you, for your industry, for your sector. But those bones, that skeleton is still the same. And it, it's, you know, this is the thing with the algorithms as well. All the little tweaks and everything else that are made and the, the hundreds of tweaks that happen on a daily basis between the likes of Instagram and LinkedIn or Facebook and TikTok and, oh, you know, your websites, Google, you know, all structured data from an SEO perspective. And then we get new platforms like Crowdcast coming into the mix, making all their changes too. The reality is there are a few core things that every, every one of these algorithms are based upon. And so we need to really go back to basics. And this is what my, my kind of my five things are, um, are around really, just sort of really nailing that element. But just before I get into that, I think it's, you know, it's important to recognise that, yes, the social media is always changing, but so are we. So is the human race. You know, our habits and behaviours change all the time. If we look at the way we live life today to the way we did 20 years ago, 50 years ago, these habits and behaviours change and therefore so must we. I was talking to my daughter the other day about career prospects and that kind of thing. And um, she kind of said, well, you know, mum, when you were at school, what job did you want to do? Because obviously what you do now didn't exist then. So, I mean, maybe that was a subtle way of calling me old. I, I don't know. But certainly, like, if you think about it that way, the, you know, if, you're, if you've got kids, if you've got nieces, nephews, or your best friend with children, the jobs they're likely to do in the future don't, probably don't even exist right now. Okay? We can't even, can't even predict what those businesses will be that will be launching in 30, 40, 50 years' time. 
So of course we've got to change. Of course we have to change and adapt to the times. And like I say, from a social media, from a digital marketing perspective, it's so important that we embrace this. But with so much information coming at us, like I said, you know, how do we do this? How do we leverage? And I really do think it comes down to essentially five things. So number one is all about respecting the algorithm. Okay, you need to respect the algorithm. So if we think about this, okay, the the algorithm, you know, there, it's not rules of play. It's kind of, it's more guidelines. Let's think of the algorithm as guidelines. Don't get caught up with all the little, you know, on LinkedIn, you need to do, you need to put a link here or don't put a link or tag these people and use this number of hashtags and etc. Make sure that hashtag comes first and yada, 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 yada. Forget all of that stuff for the, for a minute, okay? Let's just think about the, the, the real basic, basic, basics of all the algorithms, the, the things that are, are most common across the, the, the lot of them. Now, I talk about, you know, having a crack on social media. Okay, crack, C-R-A-I-C. Each of these letters stand for something. So first of all, content. Whatever you put out there, whatever format it's coming in, it's got to be consistent and it's got to be quality. Okay, we don't want to just shove content out for content's sake. We don't want to use crappy images. We don't want to use a naff video that just doesn't really work. Okay, we've got to think about what updates am I going to put out there? How regularly am I going to do them and maintain that consistency? Make sure I commit. The R stands for relevancy. And these social media platforms are looking to us as content creators to make sure that we are being relevant, okay? Are we using trending stories? Are we using keywords that are, you know, in line with the type of content we normally share? Are we using those keywords that are going to be relevant to our audience that we've we've curated over time? But everything else in this little acronym of, of crack for you, everything else is about the user, okay? It's about the person that you're serving. So it doesn't matter how good your content is or isn't. It doesn't matter how relevant you're being for the rest of this. At the end of the day, as a user, these social media platforms want to serve that user with content that they are going to feel an affinity with, okay? We're all being, we all know we're being tracked in various ways, across our online usage, through our, you know, the apps we use on our phone, the searches we do in Google. It all creates a, a digital footprint that these social media platforms are able to mine into. And yes, okay, there, there have been some changes over, um, you know, 2020, 2021. We've seen lots of different changes in terms of how information is being tracked. But the same is still true. If I'm in Facebook and I'm doing lots of searches for a particular topic or I'm I'm always joining groups around a particular topic or engaging content engaging with content around a particular topic. Okay, Facebook is going to show me more content that links to that, whether it's suggested content or whether it's through ads. Okay, so the, the A within crack stands for if affinity. Social media plan platforms want to give you content that you will have an affinity with as a user. Next 
It's all about interest, okay? Has that user shown an interest in you previously? Is there some history of them engaging with you previously? And if there is, they're more likely to see your content again. So we've got to make sure we're producing stuff that is going to engage people, that invites them to engage with you so that we can create that, that, that history of interaction. And finally, currency, you know, and again, this is about the user. This is not about, this is not currency in terms of money. This is currency in terms of that user. When was the last time they were on the platform? Of all that content that's been produced since the last time they were on the platform, what's going to be most relevant in terms of, you know, trending stuff? What is the content that's going to, to you know, to be more personalized to them, to create that a feeling of affinity? You know, what, what is the content that is from people that they've previously shown interest in and engaged in? And actually, the stuff that within milliseconds is, is put into order, the stuff that's at the top of the list, that's what they're going to see in their feed. So if you know you're using a platform that people are using every day, multiple times a day, you need to be producing more content, right? If you're using a platform where you know the, 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 the consumption is much slower, then you don't need to invest in updating as often, perhaps. Okay, so we need to think about these things. Like I said, we've got five rules. That's just number one, respect the algorithm. And if you use that, um, use, use crack as a, as a bit of a rule there, so content, relevancy, affinity, interest, and currency, if you consider those five points, then... I promise you, you, you will find success from social media. Now, number two, in terms of my, my five things that, that you need to be doing, it's all about keeping the balance. Your content should sell, but not in the way you think. We shouldn't be putting posts out, you know, all day, every day saying, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. We need to be putting content out there where we're kind of seeding the message. I'll refer to clients that I've got that have are using a particular service, for example, and in doing that, you then know I do social media coaching or social media management, or I can help with email marketing or print and design or websites, whatever it is. So actually putting content out there that offers value whilst also kind of showcasing the good stuff you do in the world, educating and entertaining people. If we can keep this 80-20 balance where 80% of our content is all about that, and 20% of the content is actually the sales message, then again, we can, we can ensure that social media works for us. People kind of go one or two ways. They either go 100% sales and it doesn't work because no wants to be sold to, or they go 100% non-sales, okay? And then people don't actually know what they can buy from you. They don't know what the opportunities are to engage with you. It becomes an unknown. So we need to keep that balance. And I say 80-20 is about right. Number three on the checklist is to stay relevant. Nobody cares about yesterday's news. People care about what's happening right now or what's going to happen in the future. People care about what, what stopped them sleeping last night. So make sure that the content that you are sharing that is what I would refer to as unbranded content make sure that is 100% ticking the boxes of those people you're wanting to work with. And sometimes it can be hard to come up with this information, but, you know, it's about using things like Google Alerts and, and staying on top of the news of, of the, the industry and the, the, the sector that you're serving. 
It's about ask, asking your clients, asking the people you work with, asking your peers, you know, well, what problems are people bringing to you at the minute? Ah, okay, well, actually, maybe I can create some content around that too. Again, prove my prove my expertise, prove my knowledge, prove my understanding, create that affinity. Okay, number four on my little list of five things is to be the example. So I hear people complaining about social media platforms and, oh, yeah, but no one really engages on Twitter or, you know, oh, Instagram's really fickle. I mean, don't get me wrong, Instagram is really fickle. But the reality is actually wherever you are, okay, if you're the example and you are you're doing this consistently, then you kind of you become known as being, you know, that example as well. So when you're looking at your social media activity, you need to contribute. So, yes, we're producing content, but actually we want to contribute to the success of others. Fantastic way of leveraging other people's audiences. Fantastic way of being able to to put yourself in front of those people. Okay, you know, LinkedIn. If you're B two B and in a service industry, LinkedIn is probably like one of your most successful social media platforms. So jumping into there, going through that home feed, being connected with the right people that are producing content and discussion points. And, and leaving comments, having a voice there, contributing to the success of those posts, that's you being the example right now. You reciprocating. The people that engage with you, engage with them. The people that engage with you, reward them. What opportunities can you give them? Okay, if you're creating an audience and you you start to, you know, when you've been doing this a while and you've you've kept that consistency up, what happens is you you find that you have these kind of We'll call them super fans, okay? They're looking to you as the the influencer within that space. Right? And, you, and you've earned that label. You've delivered, okay? And they've followed you and they've support you. Let's reward those people. So whether it's inviting them to do some a piece of content with you, whether it's giving them something, some access to you that you know they're only getting because they've, you know, they're only getting because it is a reward for how they've supported you. Do that. Be the example. And I think the biggest part of this is all about being present. It's really easy to throw out content and throw out content and throw out content. Just be a content machine. But the reality is when people do engage with us, we need to make sure we're there to respond. We want to be someone that's part of these communities that we're building, not just someone that is you know, essentially just standing there with a billboard and not actually talking to anyone. Okay, you know, you, you walk through the market square and there's someone there, you know, preaching with a microphone. Okay, they're, they're just shouting at the crowd and then they're not actually engaging in conversation with anyone. They're, they're not present there. They've just got a message and they're, they're just, you know, it, it's the message, the message, the message and everything is blocked out. So we need to be the example, like I say, contribute, reciprocate, reward be present. And finally, you know, it's, oh, Christina, but social media doesn't work for me. I'm telling you now, it bloody works, okay? You're, it's just, it's something's not right and you need to ask yourself some hard questions because more often than not, the problem is with you. 
Okay, if, if LinkedIn isn't working for me, it's because of me and my activity. If, if Instagram's not working for me, it's because of me and my activity. So ask yourself the hard questions. Are you being targeted? Okay, have you really thought about who that ideal client is and therefore you, you're spending time where they're hanging out rather than just where you want to hang out? Are you looking at their interests and behaviours and actually serving them? Or have you just been serving your own agenda and no one's bloody interested? You know, ask yourself the question, how human are you being? Look at your digital marketing. Look at your social media presence. Are you accessible? Are you likeable on social? You know, we all make these like human to human connections. And over the last year, we've been, you know, things have changed since COVID hit. We have all become really good at building human connections through a computer screen, down a webcam. So actually look at that online presence. Are you being human? Are you coming across as human? Ask yourself what perception you're creating. Okay, if you want to be a fun, bouncy, full of energy brand, or if you want to be, you know, suited and booted corporate, is that the perception you're creating? Is it the right perception for your audience? You know, are you compromising yourself in any way and therefore sending mixed messages and people are, you know, they almost feel like they can't trust you because the perception's not quite right. There's probably people you can think of within your networks now, whether it's from a network meeting or LinkedIn activity or Facebook or whatever it might be, where you just feel a little bit like you can't quite trust that person. And the only contact you've had with them in the last six months has been through their content, through the videos they share, through their live streams, through the blogs they've written or an email marketing piece that you've received. So think about that perception. Think about your consistency. If I post five times a week and then I don't post for three months, LinkedIn's not going to work for me. And it's not because LinkedIn doesn't work. It's because my consistency has been crap. So think about that. You know, Look at the last 10 posts on your social media feeds. Look at the last 10 posts on your blog. Have you kept the consistency? You know, Is it every week that you've got a blog going out or have you been a bit hit and miss on that front? Your email marketing, if, you know, we did a newsletter once a month for three months, then no one heard from us again for another 18. And we're going, oh, yeah, well, email marketing didn't work for us. And finally, and this is the big one, right? This is the one that every single time this alone, like, I probably should have started with this and saved you 20 minutes, okay? This is the thing. People don't follow up. So ask yourself, have you followed up? What have you followed up on? What haven't you followed up on? Like I said, the, you know, I'm talking through slides from a presentation I did today. I've had, I don't know, 25 LinkedIn connection requests. I've had a load of messages through Instagram. I've had emails as well. My evening is going to be spent responding to all those people. I'm then going to get a data list as well for people that have registered for that session so I can go and you know, engage with those people. But if I don't send the email out to those people, potentially there's someone on there on that list that is ready to buy. All they need is one, you know, a one-to-one -one message or, you know, a one-to-one -one conversation with me and I can sign them up for social media management or, or um, social media coaching or training or maybe they need a new website, whatever it might be. But actually, if I don't send that email, I haven't followed up. And then I can kind of just sit back and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, all this social media activity doesn't work for me. That event today didn't work for me. 
when actually if I'd have followed up in a timely fashion, you know, if I leave it two weeks and follow up then, I've kind of missed the boat. You know, so, so ask yourself that question as well. Are you following up? You know, at the end of the day, it's kind of social media doesn't work for me. And I've given you my five things now. You know, number one, respect the algorithm. Number two, keep the balance. Number three, stay relevant. Number four, be the example. Number five, ask yourself hard, the hard questions. And here's the thing. Here's what I, I want you to think about, okay? The, these are the, almost like the takeaways, if you like, from this particular episode. What if you made the time? Okay, what, if, what if you made the time to make social media work for you? And if you haven't got the time, if that's what you're coming back to me with right now, what if you invested in the support so that you would have the resources to make it work for you? Okay. And even then, there will be some of you going, oh, yeah, but Christina, you know, if I say the wrong thing or I put the wrong video out or people don't like what I say and blah, 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 blah. Well, what if you took the leap? What if you feel the fear and you do it anyway? What if you get that, you know, get those messages out there, promote yourself, talk about the things that you are knowledgeable about, that you're an expert in? You know, what if, what if you did it and you got the results? How would that make you feel? That's it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Christina Talks podcast. Um, I've had a day of talking today, so hopefully I didn't get too carried away and too ranty at any point. If you enjoyed the podcast, if it was, is of use to you, then whether you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever it might be, just go and give me a little review, a little five stars or something like that um, would be amazing. I'd really appreciate it. And, you know, you can reach out to me at any point, any of the stuff you hear me talking to. I would love to talk to you about it one to one. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.